What's happening, good fighters? Coming to you live with a whole lot of connection, intention, and purpose. Dr. Nastako, Dr. Gates Mayer. Ooh, yeah. Ooh is right, man. Ooh is Ooh, right. Connection, intention, and purpose, baby. All one word. Cohesive. Just like the human body. Man, the physical. Man, the spiritual. Man, the mental. Bang. Dude, that was smooth. What you got today, Dr. I'm Gates? about. I'm been? about that. You, w- which part? Just everything you said right there was just oh. so smooth. I don't know. The way you put Appreciate it together. Lyricist. Appreciate Lyricist? it. Yeah. Um, in, my, man, in a past life, good. I don't know if you knew this, I was a rapper. I suspected much. <laughs> I dabbled. We dabbled. I, I hung up the mic. For good? Or just like suspension? You know, just uh, to be determined, you know. To be determined. Gets a... Dust it off. As of right now, it's definitely. You just got to have the right fire and beat flow, right? And That's then you're true. Good to go. That's uh, true. Have you heard of... Uh, it's not K-pop. Korean uh, karaoke? I mean, yeah. The Koreans love karaoke. Dude, there's a Korean bar here that does karaoke. And look, I really want to go. It looks Dude, like a you ton should. of fun. I'm sure it's, it's a blast. Super expensive for a room, but... Really? It'd be worth it. Yeah, dude. It was like a hundred bucks for like an hour, I think. Damn. Gouging. I literally would have never guessed. <laughs> K K K pop karaoke. that's not the right word, but you know what I mean. Alright. You're at karaoke. What's your go to song? Ooh, go to? It's gotta be something country, bro. I mean okay. realistically, okay. that's just when you can get the voice deep, I can get it deep enough to cover up my like imperfections of my singing capabilities okay i feel that do you have like a favorite artist that you'd probably have to at least lean to mm. i don't know bro i don't know which way i would go okay that's fair off, that's a, that's off a top of mine off the, cuff. off the cuff cody johnson there's a few that I could roll. He's not like but he's not like my favorite artist or anything like that either, but I could roll with it. Okay. Although you can't go wrong with any Morgan Wallen song. I have I have done Elvis karaoke before. That's I did alright. I did alright. I'd What about you? Ah uh, I'd probably have to go probably go MJ, man. Ooh. King. The other king. True king. The other king. <laughs> that I could see that. That'd be oh, good. Oh bro, yeah. What which which uh decade though? What are we going? Probably eighties. Mm. Probably eighties. I'm probably, not, I'm probably not going Jackson five. I mean they got some good songs though, bro. I'm rocking like... ABC beat on there real quick. <laughs> ben Loki goes hard, bro. I don't know if you're like a huge MJ guy or not, but Ben, that's like a, that's a good, that's a good track right there. I think if, uh, if I had to choose a song, man, that'd be tough. I mean, let's see. Dude, karaoke, 
Good. I'd probably go. Ooh. Probably don't don't stop till you get enough, man. Mm, ooh, that's spicy, baby. I can drive with that duet. I'll go for sure. That. Hey, <laughs> good fighters yeah. on the karaoke mic. They should. You know what actually would have been a really good practice when we were in chiro- chiropractic college is karaoke. Just release all inhibitions. First of all, you got to do it no alcohol first, though, because that, that doesn't count. True. Uh, no inhibitions. You go after it. You do what you got to do. What What a way to, to build for your practice, I got to say. You know? Definitely get out of that uh, space where you care what other people think about you when you do Yeah, then you just, you just do what you got to do. Yeah. And you're speaking your truth. Like, you know you're probably not the best singer. <laughs> Who gets you're going after it. it? Yeah, I mean, dude, I don't know. I mean, karaoke is like a, a safe space, you know? It's a judgment-free zone. Yeah, that's true. Let's, let's, let's uh, spit on that topic, actually, a little bit. Yeah. Was there, any, was there anything in chiropractic college that you did that you felt um, kind of flexed that muscle? of Like transparency and just like – well, that and just vulnerability, like vulnerability, but then also to get where you're at today, speaking as a doc to your patients. Well, I think, I mean, so really that, that second portion of like speaking to people in the practice, speaking to patients, speaking to practice members, whatever you want to call your people. It, a lot of it comes from like giving myself permission to, to know, to have that voice of authority and that, that confidence. Yeah. Um, what I would truly recommend they take action with their health to give myself permission to know um, that, that was a big hurdle for me, I guess, because I definitely value my value humility from a perspective that I really don't know all that much at all, if anything, but in a sense, like that perspective is something that a lot of people are missing, especially when it comes to innate and creating adaptability in the human body. So really let right. God do God's work. God doesn't make mistakes, you know, so let's just watch it. Let's just watch it happen. Um, well, I like that. But more specifically, like an actual time and place where I really got uh, cracked open and had to feel vulnerable. Um, one of the first times was honestly like, I think it was like my third week in school and it was at the pie house. and just getting to know some of the guys there. There's like a little portion where, um, you know, they, they ask you to like, uh, you're in front of everybody and like, you don't know what's coming, but they, you're going through some stuff where they're asking you questions. Like, and then there gets the portion where uh, they say, tell us a joke. Right. And then <laughs> just like stuff like that, where it's like, yeah. it just gets you so out of that, that mindset of like caring what other people think. Right. That's, that's a pretty big component of typical undergrad for most people. Yeah. Um, but the, the really like more profound one was definitely my first MLS. I know I talk about MLS every time. I'm sure some people are like, mm. got the violin, man, here he goes, you know, <laughs> broken record going here, but for real, um, really getting to, you got to really get, be able now, to did hear. You, did you even speak a lot at MLS on your first one? Did I speak? Did you speak a lot? You know, it was Dr. Jeremy. He was uh, Dr. Jeremy Brooke. He was facilitating that first one. And when I was there, no, I mean, I operated a lot in silence. 
because at that time I was really just, uh, really, I mean, I like to observe. I, I don't, I'm not going to like sit on the side and observe, but I definitely like to observe. And, um, you know, I was always told actions speak louder than words. So I wasn't yeah. really going to be, I wasn't really necessarily like a watch me type person. No, but bro, I'm glad you said that. It's kind of what I thought you might say. Cause for me, it was similar to my KTC experience going to a level one where you're really not speaking a lot, but yeah. there's an element of clarity and conviction and confidence that comes from that. Those experiences that we've had that didn't even require any speaking, which I think a lot of times we, we do think about us getting up in front of stage, which is, I think, a definite component. But what I love that you just said was that it didn't even take that speaking component to get out of you that most developed portion. You know what I mean? I just and thought I of an, another I'm one. the same. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you remember when it was for Dr. Malley? And basically he had us come up in front of like the whole class and have to explain or go through like a, uh, it was kind of, I think it was a foot levelers scan and explain balance phenomenon. In the yeah. Body. Do you yeah. remember that? Were you yeah. an intern? At I don't that think point? I was an intern at that point. Were you yeah. in the class maybe? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, basically, you know how he, he is. He's pretty, uh, I don't know, no mess type guy yeah. that like uh no ums no bums um, yeah. yeah i mean like he's gonna he's gonna ask the question he knows exactly like what he wants to hear so yeah that was another time where it's like um you know just push people outside their comfort zone that i felt that for sure like, uh, definitely a experience where i had to kind of get over myself yeah i'm i'm so grateful for those mentorships that even though in the moment you're like gosh dang it <laughs> oh yeah but at the end of the day, when you have mentors that push you, that draw that out of you too, that's such a crucial portion. That a lot of students, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of didn't have that necessarily in school from from teachers as much. I mean, like they were teachers, there. Most yeah. teachers, bro. That if you were, no offense to any teachers out there, because we need them. We need really good ones, honestly. But I'd argue probably. I'm think I'm pretty conservative with this, but I'd say probably 80% of teachers, they really haven't applied or done what they're teaching. Well, that's true. Yeah. Other than what they're supposed to outside of that, nothing else really. I mean, practicality wise, like in the real world, mm. what it really take. I mean, like think about business teachers. I bet if you go around and ask and get, take a poll about how many actual business teachers owned and operated a successful business, I'd guess maybe 15%, mm. you know, cause if you, if you did, what are you doing here? Yeah. You know what Unless I mean? you have stacks. To <laughs> yeah. Which I get. That's a passion for people, but, but not a lot of people do. You're right. And but those the mentorships and teachers that I think about the most were the ones that, and maybe not everybody's like this, but draw out of me what I didn't necessarily want to, but it was so beneficial for the real world. Like you're talking about. For sure. If I didn't have that, if I didn't have that dude, I don't even know where. I, I mean, I probably wouldn't even become a chiropractor. Right, and it gives you a lot of perspective too. You know, like perspective from somebody that's, you know, in a lot of ways with their mentor. That's at least they have they have components of their life that you're striving to achieve at some point in your in your yeah. lifetime. So yeah, absolutely. When you can get perspective from that point, it's kind of like a perspective from you from like a different 
you know, a different component of you. Cause in a way, you know, if you, I don't know, um, I don't remember where, what book or what quote it comes from, but like when we look at each other as brothers and sisters, like we are the same, like we yeah. are one with each other, maybe at different points along the path, but ultimately we are one and the same and we can see each other and every single person walks through our door. That's a huge component to connecting with people. It's just like being able to see yourself, see components of yourself in that person. Yeah. You know? Um, so with our mentors, especially, I think that's a really huge tool. Being able to see yourselves as your mentor and getting that, gaining that perspective on whatever you're looking to, to grow from. Right. Now, I think, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, cause I mean, you, you're talking about, you know, you asked me what was it like? When was my first time getting super vulnerable, which super, super important through school. Um, are there any practices that you do right now that keep you super vulnerable? Like maybe like a daily practice or something you do before you serve somebody. I think, I think there's that inherent desire when you see somebody laying on your table that you have to go somewhere desiring to be the best in that moment and forgetting about the next patient or the patient before that. And that's something that I've gotten pretty good at because when you have conversations with individuals or let's say one of your cervicals just was not on the mark where you want it to be, Mm -hmm. you have to have that, you know, short memory. Like you talk about in athletics. Yeah, for sure. To where you can't be either offended by the previous patient, if that's something that people deal with or um, know that it sucked. You have only that person on the table right there. And that's something that I think as I've grown in practice and as I've grown as the doc, as a chiropractor, it's something that I've had to develop each and every single time that when I go through and I see that patient on the table, you, you, you have to essentially clear the mechanism. I don't know if you've seen them. Great. What's the name? It's a baseball movie. Can't remember the name. Wait, the pitcher's on the mound. You got to do what? Clear the mechanism. Uh, I haven't seen that movie, but I can rattle off some baseball movies if you want. Is it? It might oh, be Bullman. Yeah, Ooh, I'm pretty sure it is. nice. Spicy. I haven't seen that in a while. He says clear the mechanism before yeah. like almost I, – I don't know if it's each pitch or when he's like really struggling. And that's essentially what you have to do and phase out everything, phase out who you were before, what you expect. And that's something that I'm reading right now and becoming supernatural is you get more stress hormone developed into your system when you are either – thinking about what happened in your past and your brain's trying to almost replicate it in that scenario, or you're thinking about what your future is going to be like, and you're, you're not caught up to that moment yet. And both of those scenarios create stress hormone release response. And you do not want that when someone's on your table, right? You want to be clear connection with connection, intention and purpose as much as you can. And something that I've had to learn is, clearing that mechanism beforehand. And I think really where that really becomes a huge barrier is when you, there's a difference between stress and pressure, 
right? Yeah, yeah, and, absolutely. And, and stress is fear-based yeah. to some extent. So if you're serving somebody out of fear, you're, I think you're lucky if you're serving them half full. Yeah. You know, if you're serving them a half-baked, you know, intentional adjustment. And just a connection, right? I mean, um, but, you know, pressure is different. Pressure, uh, there's pressure, there's privilege and pressure. So understanding that, that there's, and I think that a lot, some of that comes from humility in, in itself that, you know, we do serve a sacred vocation and it's, mm-hmm. and even just to be able to lay our hands on somebody, you know, that takes, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> so many people take that for granted. And sometimes I check myself, it's like, dude, you know, this is, this is somebody's life. This is somebody's body, this is somebody's spine. And they're trusting me to connect with them and create more ease in their system. They're trusting you to release more life force. So th- that's privilege, right? And there's some pressure behind that, but yeah. you know, pressure makes diamonds. Pressure is required for, for growth and transformation. So I think a lot of it does come down to p- perspective. For sure. You know, and, and perspective, you, you gain perspective through clarity, getting clear on your mission, getting clear on your vision, getting clear on who you are, you know, being able to look in the, in the mirror and know that, Hey, I believe in that person. I, I know yeah. that person's authentic through and through. They're not just some, they're not some mirage. They're not a, just a, a projection of what they think they want to be. You know, you're yeah. taking the actions. You're, you're doing the work when nobody's watching. You're thinking the thoughts, you know. Um, that's, that's in my mind a, a big uh, component to serving somebody from a place of love and integrity. Yeah. I want to add to that too, based on your question to me, practices that I do to increase that. And I wholeheartedly believe that reading can do that for mm-hmm. me. Um, you and I, we've talked recently about, you know, going on and off about reading green books and diving into BJ, BJ's mentality. Um, but then also when I was in school, reading One Cause, One Cure was something that provided that sense of clarity, confidence, oh, yeah. and that, that, that light switch moment to be like, it does not matter what is, doesn't matter what people say to me, this is what I know to be true. Right. And I will spend my entire life sharing that message because it's congruent with how we're made. It's congruent with the purpose of our bodies here on earth, and it's congruent with who we are afterwards. And in the, the moment where I, where I read and I get into that mindset of other individuals before me to start to open up that clarity and that perspective inside of my mind, that mind shift to say, you know what, this is pressure. I mean, imagine adjusting in front of BJ Palmer, dude. Like, right. Talk about freaking pressure or, or even adjust, adjusting him or adjusting for the bars. Like I don't remember when I adjusted Dr. Mallet. Like, that's pressure. Hell yeah, you know. Um, but but the desire to be the best like that should be to each and every single one of my patients too. And when I read through those books like that, it it, it provides that propeller, uh, propeller like mindset to be that every single time. You want to be that person that somebody calls when they're on their deathbed, you know? Yeah, bro. You know, if it's your it's a family member, a grandparent, a, a parent, a sibling, you know, 
are you who you call to deliver the adjustment? And uh, just getting super crystal clear on yeah. what, whatever, your, whatever like makes you convicted. So man, like it, bro. Yeah. Like it a lot. Um, I, I think next time we hop on, it'd be cool. I know we've got a couple uh, people we want to get on here, but mm. maybe we could uh, host a poll and see if people would be more interested in hosting another uh, booty hunting episode. <laughs> booty duty, baby. Booty duty episode. Or maybe uh, one other topic that uh, – the good fights are, are feeling because um, I definitely want to get as much uh, feedback from everybody else that's listening yeah. as possible. Yeah, absolutely. But, I think that's money. Yeah. Do you have any closing thoughts, brother? My closing thoughts mostly revolve around If someone, if you're going through school right now, or let's say if you're even a practicing doc or just a good fighter in general, and you are at a crossroads with yourself of, I don't know what's going on. And I don't know in terms of like, you don't know what's going on and like, you don't feel like you're where you want to be because it's something that I've struggled with. Just take action and have solace in the, in the moment that that mentality of trying to be better every single day is going to get you there. Because, I mean, and Andy Frisella talks about this a lot. If you are going after bettering yourself every single day, whether that's through nationalized journey, like we've done 75 hard, where you're exercising, reading, becoming better, um, or just in any facet, a lot of people aren't doing that. And it's going to separate you from the path. So just take solace in that. Love it, man. Mine would be uh, don't sell your dream for temporary convenience or absolutely or uh, short-term gratification. Absolutely. Make the difficult decision to delay it and um, take action every day because ultimately I think right now we need a culture change. 100%. You know, and a culture change starts with you in your own home, in your own body, in your own mind, and then expanding from there and finding people who are also seeking that same culture change. Yeah. And whenever you're meeting people, especially if you're in chiropractic, you never want to meet somebody right where they're at. You want to meet them just a step above. Mm. Just get them to go just a little bit more, a little bit further mm. into whatever's progressing them to keep on growing. Yeah. That's all I got today, man. But you know where to find us at the underscore good underscore fight underscore errs at Gates Mayor underscore DC at DC underscore Nash underscore T. And until next time, good fighters, put those rounds in. Go out there and make a big impact. Deuces.